What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 37 of the Gunslinger Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Charles. You can head over to Instagram and follow at the Gunslinger Podcast. And please head over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to listen to all the shows. Joined today by Mr. Craig Riley. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm ready for some March Madness uh, this weekend, uh, You know, starting on Thursday. So just been uh, combing over the old bracket, making sure I beat you again. Yeah, that's uh, eight to two right now. Is not yeah. a good, not a good look for me. I don't know if you all. saw my my name in our group, but it was uh, the eight time champ. Oh, I have not. I, yeah. I, I must have missed that one. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> casually just went by it. But no, I mean, I think uh, plenty to talk about. I think the seedings were questionable at best. Um, but I think I finally have my bracket locked down to at least I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, mine's finished, but I. I definitely don't love it. So I just wanted to get your like overall opinion, I guess, on, you know, like some of the teams that maybe missed the tournament versus some of the teams that got in at the end. Um, I know a lot of people thought Rutgers should have got in. Um, I just love to hear your, your opinion on, on some of those yeah. teams that, that missed it. Yeah. I mean, I think it was hard, right? Like, I think that like, I thought Oklahoma state should have been in. Um, mm-hmm. That was like the big one that I thought really probably should have made it. Rutgers, I think the Big Ten was lucky to get as many teams as they got in. I understand why people think they should be in, but I think the Big Ten slightly overrated. I am still on this bandwagon that I think North Carolina could have easily been an eight or a nine seed. I have no clue why they're not in. I get the whole quad one, the quad one region thing, but they're still like a super talented team that can win games. And they've made exceptions in the past whenever, like, weird outcomes have happened. So I really thought North Carolina should have been in. And then Clemson, I didn't really think deserved it. So really my two biggest gripes were Oklahoma State and North Carolina. Yeah, I I definitely agree with the North Carolina take. I know it was, a, I mean, here in Charlotte, it was a huge topic, you know, the last few weeks. Um but yeah, what they they won over twenty games this year, correct? Right, and that's like I don't really understand how you put a team like Pittsburgh in over North Carolina. Like I get they're in the same conference, you're looking at conference record, but like if you're gonna do a play in, right? Why not just give the edge to North Carolina, who has actually a, probably a better shot to go deep? And then the Oklahoma State one, they're like, oh well, they didn't make the most of their chances for quad one because they only won six of them. Well, it's not their fault that. Their entire conference was quad one. Right. I mean, that doesn't really make any sense to me, right? Like, and then they're like, oh, they didn't win their non-conference. It's like, okay, but they played in the Big 12, which has by far the most competitive. I don't know. It was very weird. The The committee was all over the Big 10 and the Mountain West. And I think that is typical for what they've been doing the past few seasons. Yeah, I agree. I, and I mean, I think the Oklahoma State got kind of screwed with Iowa state beating Baylor twice to end the season. Um, that probably definitely didn't help the Oklahoma state's chances, but right. But isn't it crazy that Iowa state's a, a six, but Oklahoma state's out like that just like, yeah. doesn't really sit very well with me, I guess. Like that's like, but, also like I much would rather would have seen Oklahoma state in over West Virginia. Um, yeah, same. I mean, yeah. To your point on Iowa state, they're, 19 and 13 right and they're a six seed i mean i guess that that makes no sense to me i mean some of these other ones that that don't make sense to me um i mean i get purdue won the big 10 but the, purdue hasn't beaten anybody 
since November. Right. And I don't see how they're a one seed over UCLA. No, yeah, I completely agree. That I mean, I don't know. That makes no sense. I mean, Northwestern, I think it's just the entire Big Ten is kind of just wrong. Like, uh, Northwestern gets a seven. Well, I also think it's weird, right? Because, like, all right, so Maryland's an eight. Iowa's an eight. Illinois is a nine. So you're telling me of all the eight nines, three of them go to the Big Ten? Right. Like, it's just it's just such a weird setup. Like, they're the only school. Like, I guess the SEC has two in Arkansas and Auburn. Also, not really sure. I mean, Auburn's in probably because of Bruce Pearl, like, I guess. I mean, I don't think the SEC was that good either. But, I don't know, very weird. And, like, A&M, who's on fire right now, gets a terrible seeding where they have to play Texas in round two if they get by Penn State. Right. I don't know, very odd. It was very weird how the committee did it. I think Oklahoma State and North Carolina have the biggest gripes, in my opinion. To not even get a play-in, I think, is a bit ridiculous. And if I'm them, I would have replaced both Mississippi State and Pittsburgh with those two teams. Which region do you think is the weakest? The weakest? I think the East by far. Um, I think Purdue is the weakest one seed. I think basically everyone agrees with that. Marquette is on a really good roll. But I think that if UCLA was healthy, they would be the weakest two. But I think since UCLA isn't healthy, I think UCLA is probably the weakest two mm-hmm. um, going into it. I think that Kansas State's by far the weakest three because they don't really play that well like right yeah. now. And then Tennessee, how they're a four, I'll never understand. They right. have looked terrible. I mean, if the, and I said this to you in a text earlier this week. If they were playing any other 13 seed, I think that it would be a pick game, but they're playing Louisiana, who's probably the worst 13 seed, and I'm probably still going to take Louisiana money line in that game, just because I think Tennessee's that bad. Um, Duke and Memphis are playing really well right now, but I'm not sold on Duke like everyone else is. I think I have Duke making it to the Elite Eight, as a spoiler for everyone, but mm. uh, I think that Marquette is maybe coming out of that region, but I think the East by far is the weakest. What about yeah, you? What I... do you think? I completely agree. I mean, those top four seeds are all, in my opinion, the weakest. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, UCLA, you know, the injuries definitely suck. But, I mean, they went down to the last possession against a a very talented Arizona team. Um, So, I I think UCLA will be all right, even though they do have a couple injuries. But, I mean, yeah, Marquette, I get, you know, how well they're playing. But they're just – I mean, the underclassmen – scare me there especially this time of year Purdue obviously they're I mean we all know they get to this this time of year and they just they fade they I don't know what their issue is but well it's because um, they just they play they try to play you know with a big guy and in the tournament that just doesn't win you games right for sure and they I mean I don't know if you saw the end of that game against Penn State but they took Edie out when they were up by like 17 um, I think Penn State was pressing, so they didn't want Edie on the floor. And Penn State came all the way back and cut right. that lead down to one and had a chance to win the game at the end. So it's like it just proves that, you know, you need good guard play this time of year to win. And I don't I don't trust Purdue to have that at all. Yeah, like, I think in the East, need it. Uh, a dark horse is Kentucky in that in that one. I think Kentucky has the talent that they could absolutely go to the Final Four. They just haven't put it together all season. But that's not to say they couldn't go on a run, like from a talent perspective. 
Yeah, I mean, spoiler, they are. I have them coming out of the East region. Uh, I figured whenever you, ha- you said you had a six seed in the Final Four, it was probably them. I didn't figure you picked TCU. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the East is probably the weakest. What do you think the toughest region is? Um, I would. Uh, it's hard because I think it could be the Midwest, but there's a lot of injuries up there. And right. then I'd probably say the South. I mean, you have Bama, Virginia, um, Arizona, Baylor. We've seen how good Baylor can be. Creighton, I mean, Creighton, honestly, I think could win this whole thing um, if they can get over there, if uh, McDermott can get over his tournament issues. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of good teams. Missouri and Utah State score like 80 points a game. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Beat anyone. And then Arizona, I think, is probably the hottest two going into it them are texas mm-hmm. um i think yeah i agree with you i think the only thing i'll say about the south that i think is kind of or the midwest i mean that's kind of interesting is i think a&m is the strongest seven seed i think xavier is a really interesting three seed because they've proven to be pretty good and what's weird is i think drake and kent state are really good 12 and 13 seeds like those are two teams i was actually going into the tournament waiting to see where they're going to be. I thought Drake was going to be an 11 seed. Yeah, I was – I think everyone's on the – it seems like everyone's on that Drake bandwagon. I know, which tells me Miami's going to win, right? Because right. it's always the 12 that people don't want to pick. The The two highest 12s I've seen being picked are Charleston and Drake, which like makes sense because you're picking against Miami who like lost in the ACC, and then you're picking against like a Mountain West team. But – and I like Drake a lot. I think Drake could be good, but I don't know that that region could be hard. I think Houston's a lot weaker than Bama, though. Yeah, I mean Houston. Jeez, oh, I mean they looked like a completely different team without uh, Marcus Sasser against Memphis in that yeah. that tournament game. So I mean, you just and you know haven't really heard anything about you know if he's going to miss time and if I mean you'd have to think that he you know a week off, almost a week off, he, he can get back out there, but. Right. And I, mean, I think if he the, doesn't play, they're screwed. Right. I think the hardest part about the South region, right, is no matter who comes out of there, Bama's probably facing a top like 15 defense in San Diego State or Virginia, unless like they both like blow it against Charleston and Furman, which is possible. But if Bama gets out of like the Maryland West Virginia game, which I think they should without too much issue, I think they probably have the easiest eight nine matchup mm-hmm. in the tournament. But, like, that's not going to be easy to go against a Virginia or San Diego State who all – they play great defense. Right. No, for sure. And I think that's – they could definitely – if you can slow down um, Brandon Miller, I think you can definitely beat Alabama. Yeah, the question is, can you slow down? I mean, he's right. probably the best player in the tournament, would you say? Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's – I think he's, like, the third pick in the – in the draft and the other two guys are one plays overseas and the other plays in like the G league. So yeah. The only other player that I will say that I just, every time I watch him, I'm just like, Oh, he is Jalen Wilson. I mean, the dude yeah. just like all he does is score an interesting stat though. They said in the Texas game, which they lost was every time he goes over 30 points, they lose. So it's almost yeah. like sometimes they go focus on him too much, which is kind of interesting. Very interesting. Um, I don't know who, but I heard that Texas had, they won the big 12 tournament without one of their best players and he's supposed to be back. 
Correct. You, yeah. Who who was that? Do you know? Uh, I believe it's um. I it's not Carr because he's ready to go. Uh, um. Oh my God, I'm blanking on who it is. I'll look it up real quick. But they did. They were out someone in that tournament. Um, Texas is good. I think Texas is a legitimate contender to win this. I do too. I think the, I think Colgate is. I, all right, I'll say this: the 15. I think all these 15 seeds have a chance to win, and I'm not in like I like a good chance to win because Colgate's played you know tougher teams this year. I'd say that. Right. Um, I mean, I've watched them, you know, beat beat up on Syracuse pretty pretty bad earlier in the season. Syracuse wasn't you know much of anything this year, but that game was at Syracuse, so it'll go in there. They won by double digits. Right. Um, I mean, Princeton, the Ivy League, you know, those teams always in the tournament can always, you know, get after you. I mean, there was a year uh, Baylor lost to to Yale, right? Right. And Baylor was like a favorite to go all the way. Um, Vermont as a 15 against Marquette. I mean, Vermont's always in this tournament. They know how to win. And then UNC Asheville has um, a transfer from Tennessee who leads the nation in free throw attempts. So and he's a six eleven forward who shoots thirty seven percent from from three. So I mean that's just a matchup nightmare right there. It was uh, so, Timmy Allen was the forward for Texas that was out and he okay. is going to be ready for the tournament. That's a huge obviously gain for the Longhorns. Right. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. But everything else you're saying, I completely agree. I think another you know just kind of jumping around here a little bit, a team that I you know usually I'm really against, which you know I am, is Gonzaga. And they're kind of like almost going under the radar this this tournament, which might be good for them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they've gone under the radar all season. Well, they have because they haven't played. You know, they're not having the undefeated record. I mean, they're still twenty eight and five, but they're four and four versus the top twenty five. But the thing with them is like they definitely have like the people that they could go on a run. They get UCLA, who's a little banged up. And if Bill Self doesn't come back for Kansas, I mean, you never know. I don't know. Gonzaga could be one of those dark horse teams that goes on a run as a yeah, three seed. I'm looking now. They score 87 and a half points a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And one thing I was reading just from a betting perspective is Grand Canyon plays the same way Gonzaga does. So I would have okay. to assume Gonzaga is going to wipe the floor with them. Um, mm-hmm. But I do agree with what you're saying about the 15 seeds. I actually think the 15 seeds have better chance of winning than the 14 seeds. Um, let's 14. Yeah. Grand Canyon kind of saw. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, cause like, I don't think Princeton has a chance against Zona. Cause I think Zona's playing good. Colgate does. I think that they could maybe knock out Kent and then Texas, Vermont. We, you just talked about knowing how to play. And I don't know too much about UNC Asheville, but I've seen a few people pick them to win that game. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, we've definitely seen it before. I was just watching some highlights of a uh, CJ McCollum that year that he took out Duke when he um, in the two fifteen matchup. So, I mean, someone gets hot. That's all it takes. I mean, we saw it two years ago with Oral, Oral Roberts, who I kind of want to touch on now. But they they went to the Sweet Sixteen two years ago as a fifteen seed. So, um, yeah, you I, know, I hate their been, draw. You've been, on, you've been on Oral Roberts bandwagon in our text for about three weeks or, you know, three months now. And the problem is then they drew Duke and you were heartbroken. 
it's got to be the worst the worst draw for a 12 seed. Well, like, yeah, because Duke, Duke shouldn't be, be a five. They should be a three seed. Right. I mean, I don't know how they're a five seed either. I mean, they're on fire. They were playing great basketball, and they just won the ACC tournament. How? Explain to me how Tennessee is ranked four and they're ranked five. I have no idea. I, I do not get it, and especially with the injury to um, Ziegler on Tennessee. Like, you think that would hurt – Right, because they're, the, they're they're ranking even more. The overall record doesn't even make sense because Duke has a better overall record as well. Right. I, I I don't get it, but yeah, Oral Roberts definitely can win that game. I think that a lot of people are being like, "Oh, they got Duke, like they can't win it now." But I don't know. I think that's kind of a weird, a kind of a fun game to maybe pick the money line on if people are like willing to you know throw some money down just in case because that's the five seed no one is going to pick against. Oh yeah, I'm taking first half money line Oral Roberts. They're plus one eighty right now. Yeah, so because everyone's like gonna be lot. against St. Mary's like they are every year, myself mm-hmm. included. You know, because well, and also VCU. Just like I love VCU, I love rooting for them. Right. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, Oral Roberts is definitely that twelve seed that everyone's like, oh, if they got anyone else, you know, I'd pick them. But that doesn't mean they can't beat Duke. Duke is a beatable team. Yeah, for sure. Um, Getting into the bracket here, I just yeah. kind of so let's break down. I guess like who, so. Do you want to go through the, the yourself? Yes. On what you have? Yeah, for sure. So um, just I'll go through round by round. I guess. Um, yeah. So I have Alabama winning. Uh, and then then versus Mar- I have Maryland beating West Virginia. Uh, that game's a toss up to me. No clue. Uh, mm-hmm. I have San Diego State and Virginia winning. I've been going back and forth. I usually pick a 12-13 matchup in the in the next round, and I almost did that. But I think those two teams play too good of defense to not. Um, I have Creighton because NC State is – I can't pick them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Baylor winning, even though I'm a little worried about that game with how Baylor's playing. I have Missouri winning in what I think is going to be the game of the you know first round because I think they might score 190. And then I have Arizona. And then kind of going through that, like I have Bama – Virginia, Baylor, and Zona winning in the mm-hmm. next round, with mm-hmm. Bama and Zona being in my lead eight, and I have Bama going to the Final Four. But I, I debated that game for a long time because I think Arizona is really good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I, I'll, I don't know, Zona just they confuse me because they get to the tournament and they just like, I don't know, basketball. I, I just – I don't understand it going back to the – even when they had uh, DeAndre Ayton like two or three years ago, whatever right. it was. They need they need uh, Salim Stoudemire back. Yeah, yeah they need a lot. Um, yeah, we have a lot of similar – you know, obviously I took Bama. Um, I right. went with West Virginia actually over Maryland. It's just complete toss-up. Yeah, it's um, a, I don't know. I think in my bets right now um, that I have it down, we're actually just going to do an under in that game because we have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, I just I sided with with a uh, huggy bear in that yeah, one. Yeah, so, it makes complete sense. Um, twelve five. I took the twelve upside here. Um, I really like how Charleston plays. Um, a lot of I know San Diego State plays great defense, but I think Charleston has the guard play. Um, and if they get hot from three, I mean, they could definitely go on a little run here. So and I took re- them real quick, just to kind of like segue, because this is a conversation that I've been having is like, do you think that the defensive rating for a team like San Diego State really should matter that much when they're playing in the Mountain West? No, like it's not like they're playing in the ACC. Like Virginia's is like 
they're playing like Duke, North Carolina, all these. It's hard to like rank it the same, in my opinion. No, I agree completely. And I think, I I don't know, like a big thing to me is obviously like to win the tournament. You need good guard play. I think you need, you need a little bit of like veteran leadership and you need, you need to be able to just, you need to be able to shoot the three and shoot free throws. And San Diego State just, I feel like they had one guy who averaged double digits all year. So it's like, they did. Them where's and the scoring? Them come and from? Virginia only have one. Right. So I just don't know where the scoring's going to come from. That's why I took Charleston. Yeah. Um, Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, but that was no, just kind of an interesting <laughs> talking point, I felt like. No, for sure. Um, I went with Virginia. I don't, I, I tried to look at Furman, but. I think Virginia is just way too um, good defensively, and they're going to try to slow that game down to a, a snail's pace. So, yeah, pick I, Virginia. I, I uh, described it as Virginia. It's going to average out on normal because pa- the Paladins are going to go down and shoot a three. Then Virginia is going to take the whole clock. Yeah, and I mean it could side in Furman's you know favor if they are, if they're hitting shots early. But I think this is one of the better Virginia teams at defending on the wing. So. Um, I think they'll be all right, and I love that as a same-game parlay. Virginia minus two-and-a-half, and and then Virginia scoring 70 or less points. Um, I really like that, Um, especially in the early slate. This uh, I don't know if that's Thursday or Friday. It's the the Thursday game. It's the second game. Okay. Um, Creighton, I took them. I don't think NC State should have been in the tournament, so went with Creighton. Baylor, um, yeah, took them. Not, Not too comfortable with that, but did take them and I took Utah state over Missouri. I just, I don't know. It was just another toss up to me for me personally. Um, and then Zona over Princeton. And then after that, I took Bama, Virginia, um, same as you. And then I took Creighton to beat Baylor and then Arizona to beat Utah state. And then I took Bama to beat Virginia and Creighton to beat Arizona and put Bama in the final four. So. So you're big on Creighton. I am, and I, I know it's like the. I mean, it's, like I said, it's it's all about the guard play to me, and Creighton's one of the better offensive and defensive teams, and like as far as like efficiency and in college basketball. So yeah, the the only thing that scared me about Creighton is in a game against Arizona or Bama, they have no bench. They like only go six deep, like minutes wise. They have a yeah. seventh guy, but he like never plays. Yeah, and I mean, it. I it was it was painful for me to even put Bama in the Final Four because <laughs> Bama is all freshmen besides yeah. Quinterly, who comes off the bench now. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, they scare me just because you know freshmen could. I mean, they could really you know fade in the tournament. We've seen it so many times. So no, I definitely, I definitely get it now for sure. But they're just so talented; it's hard not to pick them. You know. <laughs> All right, which uh, are we doing the Midwest next or the East? Yeah, we'll go Midwest. All right, so I'll, I'll start us off again. Um, All right. I have Houston winning. Not shocking. Um, yeah. And another toss-up between uh, both conferences I hate. I picked Iowa because I think they shoot the three better. This is where I have the 12 and 13 winning. I have Drake beating Miami and Kent State beating Indiana. Um, I'm not too high on Miami this year. I think that they're – they played well in the middle of the year. I think they've fallen off a little bit. I've been high on Drake since February. And then I've watched Indiana play a lot because one of my former roommates um, 
went to Indiana, and I am just not on board with how they play. I think they have one player, and when you shut him down, they really struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Mississippi State or Pittsburgh. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. I think they're going to beat Iowa State. Um, I picked Xavier, A&M, and Texas. Uh, coming out of the next round, I have Houston, Drake, Xavier, and Texas coming out of there. I do think that Texas-Texas A&M game is going to be maybe the game of the tournament, um, mm-hmm. possibly, because I think Texas A&M is playing lights out. I think they got a real disservice being a seven seed. Uh, and then I have Houston and Texas getting out of there. Um, the Drake-Cinderella story comes to an end in the round of 16 for me. And then I have Texas beating Houston because I think they are just overall better. Okay. We're, we're pretty similar again. So um, This isn't good. This is, no. we're, ne- we're never this similar. <laughs> um, so I went Houston. And honestly, I've seen Northern Kentucky play a lot lately. I don't know why they've been on TV for some reason, but they have a couple really good guards um, so I honestly would not be shocked if they kept that game close. And I think what, whatever that spread is, I would definitely, I think it's like 19 and a half. I would definitely consider taking Northern Kentucky, especially if Sasser. Maybe, maybe even playing a few points and getting to 21 or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Iowa Auburn game, it, I mean, like you said, it was, a, I mean, toss up. I think Iowa's was much better offensively, but they haven't won on the road this year. They look so bad away from home. And this game's two hours away from Auburn. So I went with Auburn. Um, Miami Drake, I've been on Miami for a while. I love their their veteran, their backcourt. So I'm I'm going Miami here. And then I also went with Kent State over Indiana. I also went with the Mississippi State or Pitt winner that's on right now to beat Iowa State. Have Xavier winning, have A&M winning, and have Texas winning. Um, in the next round, I have Houston beating Auburn, Miami beating Kent State, Xavier in Texas, um, Texas beating Xavier to get to the Elite Eight, and Miami beating Houston to get to the Elite Texas beating Miami to get to the Final Four. So, so we are two for two on Final so Fours. So a big uh, one for our wager or whatever is going to be Miami then, because I have Miami yeah. out in the round one. So that will be a, a huge game. Um, mm-hmm. for first round. All right, interesting. Why don't you do the East first, and then I'll, I'll follow you. All right, so this is where it gets a little messy this, for, this is, for me. If this is the same, I'd be shocked. <laughs> um. All right, so I have Purdue coming out. I don't think they'll have any issue with that first game. This Memphis-Florida Atlantic game was really hard um, for me. Yeah, I think I, Florida Atlantic got a complete disservice by this seeding, by the way. they should right. I think they should have been an eight seed, and I think Memphis should have been a seven seed. Yeah, I mean Memphis won what twenty six games this year or whatever. They just won the. They just pretty easily beat Houston. Yeah, twenty six well, and eight. And also, I'm I'm a little upset with the seeding right on this because like, why are we getting a bunch of Power Five matchups and then Florida Atlantic plays Memphis? Like, wouldn't shouldn't Florida Atlantic played Arkansas and Illinois played Memphis? I don't really get why we did it. They did it this way. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. Um, I'm I siding I'm siding with Memphis just because I think they they get up in your face defensively and I think Florida as good as Florida Atlantic's been they're all they start like I think four or all five of their starters are under underclassmen so um, I think they might struggle a little bit in the tournament so um, Memphis winning there and then I'm I'm sticking with Oral Roberts to beat to beat Duke I don't, I just Duke's been on a complete tear right now but. Something about Oral Roberts, 
I think they're they're back for vengeance to get back um, to the Sweet 16. So I have them winning. I have Tennessee beating Louisiana just more so because I doubt Louisiana. Um, I think they're the weakest 13 seed, so not really giving them a chance. And then I have Kentucky beating Providence, which I think is going to be a very, very good game. Um, I don't agree with Kentucky being a six seed. I think they got kind of lucky being that high. I think Kentucky honestly could have been more like an eight. You might you could honestly probably just swap Memphis and Kentucky would have made probably a lot more sense. But um, so Kentucky there, Kansas State beating Montana State, um, Izzo in Michigan State beating USC, and then I have Marquette beating Vermont, and then I have Memphis taking down Purdue, and Oral Roberts taking down Tennessee, Kentucky taking down Kansas State, and Michigan State taking out Marquette. So all upsets in that round. And then I have Memphis beating Oral Roberts and Kentucky beating Michigan State with Kentucky going to the Final Four to set up rematch with Alabama. Well, we are completely different on this one. I figured Um, we would. So I have Purdue winning and I have Memphis winning. I have Duke beating Oral Roberts. Um Mostly because I knew you were going to take Oral Roberts, so I, I figured I figured that like Duke was going to like you know I'm not going to bet against Duke. I mean, mm-hmm. just, I had Tennessee winning begrudgingly. Don't want them to really win. I have Kentucky yep. winning. I have Kansas State winning. Michigan State and Marquette. Um, I have Marquette beating Michigan State. I think Michigan State's really bad. Uh, I've mm-hmm. told you this before. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they should have been a ten seed. I can't believe they're a seven seed. Um, and if they were playing any other 10 seed, I would have had them losing. Um, so I have Marquette winning and Kentucky. So we're the same on the Kentucky. I have Duke beating Tennessee and I have Purdue beating Memphis in what's going to probably be a really close game. I have Duke and Marquette getting to the lead eight with Marquette getting out. Um, the reason I'm taking Marquette is kind of twofold. I think they're playing really well, but I also think that they're not playing anyone until the Kentucky game. And mm-hmm. even at the Kentucky game, Kentucky hasn't proven anything that they can play well that multiple games in a row. So they could have almost a free pass all the way to the Elite Eight. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely – I like Marquette a lot. They're just two sophomores in the backcourt. I know. It scares me. Yeah, That's the only sure. reason why and I don't like it. I Also, it's hard because I don't watch a lot of, like, Big East games. But mm-hmm. I have watched a few Marquette games. I like what they do. I think they're really good. Um and I think they got absolutely favorable in the East because they, again, like has to be the weakest three, has to be the weakest one. And basically all the good teams are in the top half and Oral Roberts, Duke, Memphis, and Purdue. Right. I'm honestly shocked you have Purdue going this that far as far yeah, as Yeah, you, you know, so I was going to take Memphis beating them. And then I kind of just thought to myself, like, you know what? I always pick Purdue – to make it to the sweet 16 they never do it maybe this is the year okay i won't be betting that game i've never won a purdue bet in my life and i i never will so i'm staying away from that i hear you yeah i mean purdue just scares me you know like i said they haven't they haven't beat i mean you look at their early season yeah i mean they had some really solid wins beat west virginia beat gonzaga beat duke um but and then they just haven't beat anybody since then yeah, so. I mean, they're not good. I mean, if they were playing uh, – the thing about Memphis that scares me is the same thing that's always scared me about Gonzaga and the same thing that's always scared me about, like, Houston is that, like, when they play a good team, 
are they going to be able to compete? And we don't know mm. the answer, right? So I took Purdue, and then I think Purdue gets smashed by Duke. Okay. Oh, so I thought you had Purdue and Marquette. No, I have Duke and Marquette. Oh, man, yeah. I must have misheard you. Yeah. Okay, my bad. No, no. Um, all right, so you want to take the West? Yeah, I'll take the West. So I have Kansas winning. Um in another terrible matchup, I picked the Big Ten. I picked the Illini. So I don't know if you've noticed my trend here, but I've taken the Big Ten in every 50-50. And it's because I always bet against the Big Ten in 50-50. So I switched it up this year and I picked for them this time. Okay. Um, I picked VCU because I never pick St. Mary's in round one. They always seem to choke. Um, I have UConn beating Iona. I think UConn is probably the most dangerous four seed out there. Um, I have TCU winning. Uh, Gonzaga winning. I have Boise State beating Northwestern. Don't really know too much about that game. Uh, I've seen Northwestern play a little bit. I haven't been too impressed, so I took Boise State. And then I have UCLA winning. Uh, this one's pretty chalk. I have Kansas, UConn, and Gonzaga and UCLA getting to the next round. I have Gonzaga beating UCLA and Kansas beating UConn. I think that Kansas-UConn game is going to determine a lot in this tournament. If Kansas can get by UConn and play well, I think Kansas could go all the way. If they lose to UConn, I wouldn't be shocked. I think UConn's like the most talented four seed probably in recent memory. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have Kansas beating Gonzaga because Gonzaga loves to lose uh, late. So my final four is Bama versus Marquette and Texas versus Kansas. Okay. So we're a little bit different here. Um, all right. So I obviously went Kansas. I went with Arkansas to beat Illinois. I think Arkansas defensively is – really scary and illinois has just been like a complete like 180 360 this they have done everything this year in their games like i heard people talking they think they might come out and just shoot all threes because they've been so unpredictable this year that no one knows how they're going to play um so that's rolling with arkansas um and the coach they have at Arkansas scares the living hell out of me in, in games. Yeah, he's yeah, very I, that's intense. That's the other reason I kind of picked against them is I didn't really like how he handled that whole thing. So I was like, oh, I'm not rooting for this dude. I gotcha. Um, I went with St. Mary's, actually. I think that game is going to be extremely boring. A ton of defense. And, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, VCU has been very – I think I saw they're like 15-5 and five against the spread in their last 20 tournament games. So definitely maybe take VCU to cover in that one. Um, my biggest upset probably the entire tournament, I'm taking Iona to beat UConn. And, and I think that's a phenomenal pick. If Iona was playing any other four, I was going to have them winning. Right. And, I mean, UConn is extremely talented. And I don't know. I think I've seen Iona play a couple of times. They match up really well, I think, with UConn. They have bigs that can take on UConn's bigs, and you know it's it's Patino. He's gonna press the entire game. He's gonna be up and up in their fit. Man, it's scary. So, well, and he um, he's coaching for a bigger job, right? And people think he's already locked into the St. John's gig, which may very well be the case. But I think there's honestly even bigger jobs out there that he could get. I heard Texas is talking about um, not bringing back. The interim coach they have if they don't make a deep run so um i think patino has a lot left to prove um and i think he's gonna put it on display um tcu i have winning i don't know much at all about arizona state or nevada maybe learn a little bit about them tomorrow gonzaga beating grand canyon boise state beating northwestern and ucla 
beating UNC Asheville. So I have UCLA and Gonzaga advancing. And then another big upset, I'm taking Iona to get past St. Mary's. Um, a double-digit seed has made the Sweet 16 like since like 2014 or something. So, so you have Iona and I have Drake. I have Iona and Oral Roberts. So you have two. two. So you're doubling yeah. down. Got it. Yeah. Um, I almost took Arkansas to beat Kansas, but um, I think Kansas will just barely squeeze by Arkansas here. I have Kansas beating Iona. I think Iona's their magic will run out. UCLA beating Gonzaga, and then UCLA beating Kansas to get to the Final Four. Yeah, and I think if UCLA was healthy, I would have the same Final Four with mm-hmm. UCLA. I'm just really worried about this injury that they have. And I'm also, like, not – I don't know. UCLA is, like – they did not look great against Arizona. No, but, I mean, they only lost with two points. And I know. Chance Arizona win, didn't know? look great either. So, interesting. So, we have two of the same and two different for the Final Four. Right. And, obviously, like, I think Kansas is extremely talented, but no one really is aware of what's going on with Bill Self, it sounds like. So, who knows how much time yeah. he's going to miss. I also kind of had a thought of, like, what if they start playing for Bill Self a little bit and, like, the story kind of writes itself. I don't know. You know me. I'm a big proponent of taking, like, the best players in the tournament, which is kind of like right. how what my bracket shows. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, all right. So you have you have Bama, Marquette, Texas, and Kansas. Correct. So I have Bama beating Marquette, and I have Kansas getting revenge on Texas. Okay. I have Bama beating Kentucky, and okay. I have UCLA beating Texas. Okay. So same, same thing there. <laughs> and my national champion is Bama. Okay, I, I went with UCLA. Okay, so that's a that's a big difference for us. I'm shocked you went Bama after all you telling me all week how much you you disliked the Bama team. And I don't like them, but when I look at their region, the only team – so I'll say this. I think Arizona could beat them, but I have a hard time believing Arizona is going to get to that game against Bama. I think – I honestly think Arizona could lose in the second round to Missouri or Utah State. I do too. They all they, they do this every so year. Points they score, but all three of those teams average in the eighties. Right, and I'll say this: Arizona is extremely talented in the front court. They're probably one of the most. They probably have one of the most talented like two bigs in the whole tournament. But that doesn't mean deadly squat in the NCAA tournament. Right. It's. It's. I mean. Big men just do nothing. It's all about guard play and, and coaching, really. So, so, so basically, I took Brandon Miller versus Jalen Wilson, which I think is a tremendous matchup. And I mean, if I think if Miller and Bama get that far, he might be flirting with. I mean, he's not going to pass one Binyana, but he could be the well, second I pick mean, in the draft. I mean, they could have LeBron come back through the draft, <laughs> and I don't know if he's if he's getting taken over one Binyama at this point, right? Um. Interesting. So we're pretty similar on a lot of picks. Um, the East region is going to be what makes or break our for sure. Um, and and I knew I had a feeling just knowing your personality that you're going to have Kentucky going far, which is why I try to get them as far as I could. But I just something about Marquette. You know, may, maybe Dwayne Wade's going to go watch every game or something like that, and that might help me out. The thing about Marquette that really makes me nervous is they're like the worst rebounding team in the tournament. They're like 320th ranked in rebounding. Right. And I know they turn a lot of, they get a lot of turnovers, but again, I feel like 
if you have good guards in the tournament, they're that aren't going to turn the ball over. That's why I had Michigan State winning because they, had, I mean, they're senior backcourt. So I don't know. I feel like that that could be a really good game. But... Yeah, Marquette also doesn't defend the three. They um they're two hundred fifty seventh against the three. But yeah, luckily, man, it's not good. Lucky for them, none of these teams really shoot the three until they get to Duke. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Oral Roberts would if they Oral yeah. Oral Roberts can get that far, which would be incredible. But yeah, Inter- um, interesting, interesting. My- no, I th- I think both our brackets are pretty good. I think they, you know, we always have one of us always has like a double digit making it far. Um, but Drake is an interesting team to me. That's why I took them. Yeah, and I know I know a lot of people are definitely on that pick and. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that game's going to be huge. I mean, I have Miami in the Elite Eight, so that that game is going to be massive for yeah. sure. Interesting, we're both picking against Indiana. Are you also pretty down on Indiana based on how they've looked in the past month? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, uh, the I can't the big dude, his name Davis Jackson Davis, whatever yeah. his name is. Guy's obviously a monster. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, right. And the other dude they have coming on the freshman there, I think Jalen Hood. Yeah, Shafino or whatever. He, I mean, he's really good. But outside of them two, I feel like that's all they have. And I, I don't know. Kent, Kent State is a really good basketball team. I think. They're, well, and the other thing really about good. Indiana that I noticed when I was watching them recently is that like they do like shooting the three, but they kind of go hot and cold from the three. So, and I we talked about this earlier this week, but I feel like in the tournament, some of these teams that have been playing like against pretty good competition come out really cold in the first half. Mm-hmm. And that's like, is Indiana one of those teams that has the mental fortitude to come back? Like I know for a fact that if like Michigan state goes down in the first half, like Izzo isn't going to worry. Right. But like mm-hmm. Indiana, like, yeah, Mike Woodson's a good coach, but like he doesn't have the same tournament experience. So I don't know. I just, you know, Kent state was like one of those like sexy picks where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a 13 win. I would love for it to be against Virginia because I hate picking Virginia, but they just play too good of defense. Right. And I, I mean, I don't, so I, obviously like their, the resume comes into play, but when you look at like Virginia, who's a four seed, they're 25 and seven, but then Indiana is a four seed and they're 22 and 11. Like, well, it's because of the big 10. They, but ba- the based big on 10 this, sucks. Ba- yeah. Based on this, they rank the big 10 as the number one conference. I would say they rank the big 12 second, the SEC third, which is a joke. And then I, I guess they're rating the ACC and the Pac-12 about the same. They're also rating the Mountain West really high, which they always do because it's like the, that conference that they always do. I don't get why the Big Ten's this high. I don't think the Big Ten's that good. And I think that was proven by how far Ohio State got, who's not a good basketball team. Right. I mean, yeah, they won a game without their best player in the yeah, tournament. Right. Right. I mean, and they were in the Purdue game for a long time. Right. So I don't know. I'm pretty disappointed with like some of these seedings. I think the biggest disservice, like if I had to pick like one game where I'm like, man, like there's just no way they should be like where they're at right now is I cannot believe Duke's a five and not a three. I would have bet a lot of money on Baylor being a five and Duke being a, a three based right. on how they've been playing. And I definitely I think the committee definitely got a lot of a lot of the seating wrong and I think it'll definitely be on full display Thursday and Friday. And I mean, 
I think, so, but again, I mean, like Tennessee is a four. I know, I know we talked about it already, but like they got extremely lucky with Louisiana because there are some other 13 seeds that I think could give Tennessee some serious problems. Right. I completely agree. I mean, I have Iona beating UConn. Like there, I mean, I would definitely have Iona beating Tennessee yeah. in that matchup. No, for sure. And I think the weakest one is for sure Purdue. I don't see any 16 seeds upsetting them. Could I see a 15? No. Maybe. I think all the two seeds are pretty strong. I think all the three seeds are pretty susceptible of it. Minus Gonzaga, because like I was telling you, I think before we got on, apparently Grand Canyon plays the exact same game Gonzaga does, and that does not seem like a recipe for success against Gonzaga. No. Timmy's Timmy's probably gonna dominate inside there. Yeah. Um, no. And I think I think that like they're you know, TCU's a great matchup for them, and then they don't get a full healthy UCLA, but I think that's gonna be a really interesting matchup. Definitely. Any interesting bets that you know you're going to place? So, uh, off the page? I'm still kind of going through them a little bit, but I think what um, we've decided to do, me and a few friends, is we're going to basically do pick a few games that we're going to put in, and then for every single parlay we do, we're going to throw in like the bigger favorites to also into every single parlay. So we'll throw in like Kansas, hmm. Bama, you know, Gonzaga, some of those games where we think are basically locks into every parlay just to make them five or six teamers, but basically make four of the six legs like where we shouldn't lose them. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like a four leg parlay we got going on right now is Maryland versus West Virginia under 137 and a half because they don't, neither team really scores any points. And then Virginia money line, because like we said, Virginia just like seems they should win that. And then Kansas money line, Bama money line by mm -hmm. themselves, not great bets, but together, like you get a pretty good odds where I think it ends up being like plus like 475. So it's not too bad. Well, not bad at all. Just yeah. love taking unders, right? It's just like uh, I just think, rooting for no points. I, I hate it. So like in the next one, I, I obviously picked the over for Utah State, Missouri. I would have took the over for those 180. I think that game is just going to be lights out. But I hate taking unders, except whenever it's like early in the tournament. And I just think these these players are going to come out so timid. And especially Maryland, like I was looking at them, they don't give up points. Like they only give up 63 and they only score 70. And like I don't think West Virginia is that good. Right. So I don't know. And then uh, from a money line perspective, I'm going to do what I did last year where I basically just throw uh, 10 to $15 on every 12 and 13 seed and kind of just see what, how that shakes out. Minus yeah. the the 12 seeds, uh, money lines odds are pretty bad. Like Charleston's plus 185. I think Drake's plus 185. Or Roberts is plus like 225. Um, but that's pretty bad. Like you almost want to switch it to do 13 and 14 seeds to actually get your money's worth. I think I'm going to do all the 12 to 15s just for shits and giggles. Because, I mean, if 115 hits, you're probably making your money back. So, well, yeah, I mean, I think Colgate's like a plus 1200. So, and I, I saw that this is definitely interesting too. Texas is one, one and 11 against a spread in their last 12 tournament games. So, I think Colgate, you can get that, whatever the spread is there, that could be very interesting. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but no, I mean, I'm still kind of going through it. I think that that's going to kind of be the strategy, though, is try to pick two games that you kind of like together and then throw in the bigger games with it just to kind of increase the odds a little bit. Um, I'll throw in a few money lines here and there. If I do well on the first few days, then I'll start upping my bet size um, and doing that. Hopefully, you know, we're winning and I can keep betting uh, and I don't have to, my cap won't have to come into question, but that's kind of the plan right now. I know last year we we barely broke even, but we, we did. We did though, you know, it was close, but we, we ended up did breaking even, you know, it, it's weird because normally me and you are betting together and I'm betting with someone else this time, you know, so. Right. Um, But, you know, and then you're traveling for this, right? Yeah, hopefully I'll be up in Boston tomorrow um, as long as the snow doesn't delay the trip at all. But yeah, it should be a. Uh, Nice to get a couple of days off and watch basketball all day rather than, you know, sitting at work trying to do it. So. Absolutely. I will be sitting at home uh, working from the old laptop. Uh, and I think a few friends are coming over. And, uh, you know, we always used to like to go to Toby Keith's. Uh, I love this bar and grill in Vegas. Uh, it mm-hmm. is now shut down. So I'm going to make a sign that says Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill and put it in my living room. So it's just like we're Oh, in Vegas. there you go. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. So I just real quick looking at your – do you have all four ones in your Elite Eight or just three? I have three of them. Okay. So the and only Purdue's one I don't have is don't. Purdue. Yeah. Okay. But you know me. I mean, we've done this long enough. You know I'm always a heavy favorite at the end. Like, I, I'm yeah. notorious for taking all one seeds. Right. And I, I, I feel like I was pretty well behaved this year. I mean, you were. The... You know, I'm a little disappointed. Normally, you have a few other, you know, <laughs> crazy ones that I know. I'm like, all right, I don't know if that, but like, really, like, even your sixty Kentucky, I think, is like a really good bet to make it out. Um, and Oral Roberts is the best 12 seed. So for you having them and Iona going far, I think they're the best 12 and 13 seed. So you were pretty smart here. I think you're looking for a win here, a victory. Hey, I as I said, and if I can win six of the, what do I got to win? I got to try to tie this up in the next like ten years. So yeah, if not, win. it's gonna get out of hand. <laughs> yeah, if it's not I mean, already it, out of hand, it, it it already is pretty out of hand. Yeah. So and for people wondering, uh, we stuck to March Madness this time because uh, free agency is still underway and the Patriots haven't signed anyone, so we're uh, in mourning at the moment. But we'll we'll be getting back to football soon enough definitely will there's t- tons to dive into on that but uh as always the the music credit goes out to acdc and we'll catch you guys next time